are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Monday. An interesting Monday because a lot of stuff happened over the weekend for New Orleans. There were some losses. There were some injuries. There was a new signing that probably isn't going to do a whole lot, but I'm very excited about. Well, he's going to do a lot, but won't. not the biggest thing. And I'm very excited about in Isaiah Thomas. So let's cover it all in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked on sent you. So big news over the weekend, the Pelicans signing Isaiah Thomas to a 10-day contract, and I was pretty excited for this one. This is a really fun player from four years ago. Let's kind of uh, time travel back to the 2017, 20, yeah, 2017 playoffs and season 2016-2017. He was scoring 29 points per game for the Boston Celtics and really leading them and looking like he could get a big payday in free agency till he hurt his hip. And that shut him down. He ended up not getting that contract whatsoever. But Isaiah Thomas is a guy that's just so damn easy to root for and is so likable. Short dude, 5'9", but an absolute bucket in the NBA. And again, you don't average 29 points over the course of a season over 76 games, you know, while shooting 38% from deep on eight and a half attempts per game accidentally. Guy who can go out, run an offense, kind of create for others. He's that point guard that you want that's like aggressive driving, attacking, that's going to create a lot of open opportunities for other players just based off of that. But he has not been that same player since the injury. But for a dude on a 10-day contract, you know what? This is awesome. This is awesome. It's going to be so much fun to watch him undersized, you know, the underdog, the little guy out there, and just root for him to do well. He doesn't have too much of a future in the NBA. He's 32, right? He's played 84 games over the past four years. It's not like this is a long-term piece for New Orleans. But for a season that's starting to turn... Maybe a little south given injuries, and we'll get into that in the third segment of today's show, but all the, so still within striking distance of the playoffs. You know what? You want a fun dude to throw on this team that's easy to root for? Sign me the hell up for the IT experience. No expectations going into this. He's going to get plenty of minutes in tomorrow's game. And I love it. Why not? Like, why not have some fun with it a little bit? And this is a player you can really get behind. So after Boston ended up in Cleveland, played 14 games there, averaged 15 points per game for the Lakers that same season, 17 games, averaged 16 points per game. Those three point shooting in both of those stops was not good. Then he played in Denver for 12 games, eight points per game, minutes significantly down there. And then just last season, he was with the Washington Wizards, 40, uh, 40 games, 37 starts, 23 minutes per game. And he averaged 12.2 points and four assists. It's not that bad for the Pelicans who are going to be really short at guard depth right now. Getting a guy that can kind of run an offense like that, create for others with his aggressiveness. And for his career, he's averaged 18 points and five assists per game along with 36.4% shooting from deep. You do worse. 
you know, he's a shifty guy. If he has any sort of that explosiveness and speed, which he seems to have really lost a lot of that after that hip injury, which, you know, under, understandable. Uh, you know, it, it could add what the Pelicans need, particularly with some of the injuries. Again, we'll go over those in the third segment because I think it's going to be interesting to see what this team looks like going forward. And I got to love it. Like Isaiah Thomas, just a really fun, fun player to watch. May as well roll the dice on a guy like that for a short period of time. There must not be any like young options out there. But at this point, because the Pelicans do want to get back into contention, and I don't think they have... Uh, a plan on tanking right now, even though you could argue they should. This is a guy that at least gives you like solid veteran minutes. And we've seen what that can do for this team, right? In James Johnson. We've seen what that can do. Don't undervalue that type of contribution from a player like this. So you know what? The IT experience, the ride we're going to get here. I don't know. It should be pretty fun. I'm excited to see him go out and take 20 plus shots per game. Hopefully that's what I hope he does. Just do a ton of it because why not? Um, he's only ever averaged 19.4 shots per game is the highest of his career, but go out. Like, let's just get weird in Atlanta tomorrow night because I don't, I don't really know who's going to play necessarily. And that means there's going to be minutes. There's going to be points able to be scored. Let's give it to the young, the, the young guy, the, the undersized guy. That's what I'm trying to say. The underdog story that should just be a lot of fun to watch. But I'd say don't really have any expectations going into this one. So we'll get into the games over the week and in particular last night's game against the Houston Rockets. But before we do that, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but you got the NBA, you got the college basketball title game tonight and the NHL in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards TV shows and reality TV. Plus, they have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. The best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus. Free money right there when you use the promo code locked on. Again, that is f- uh, 50% welcome bonus using the promo code locked on when you make your first deposit over at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So two games over the weekend, the Pelicans go one and one in these with a blowout loss to Atlanta. Really just the second half kind of got away from New Orleans and Danilo Gallinari got hot and like, or sorry, not Danilo Gallinari, but um, Bogdan Bogdanovich. There we go. Gallinari did not play in that one um, to their kind of big free agent moves ish type of things over the summer. And yeah, you know, New Orleans starting a, a weird combination of Nikhil Alexander-Walker Eric Bledsoe, Jackson Hayes, James Johnson, and Najee Marshall. A guy on a two-way deal. You don't really have expectations that the Pelicans are going to win. Nikila had a rough shooting game in that one. 12 points from him on the night, but he was just 3 of 15. You know, Kyrie Lewis Jr. off the bench was great. 9 of 16 from the field, 21 points. He's going to be a rotation player, or at least should solidly be in there next year because I don't think Stan Van Gundy has any indication or any plans of removing Eric Bledsoe from getting significant minutes. Bledsoe was 5 of 14, so 36% from the field for 20 points in this one, a minus 20 on the night, and then still started the game against Houston. So Lonzo Ball, this is the interesting game. Lonzo Ball was back. So the question was, would they start Nikhil Alexander-Walker alongside Eric Bledsoe? And Nikhil, other than that last game, had been playing pretty well and scoring it up and getting to the cup and filling up the stat sheet. So would he be in the starting lineup alongside uh, alongside Lonzo Ball? Because Ball wasn't going to lose his starting spot. 
we probably knew what the answer was going to be. And the answer was, was you know, kind of obvious and staring us in the face because it was Eric Bledsoe, who in this game against the Houston Rockets shot 415, 26.7%. Finished with 19 points, got to the line eight times. That's great. But there you go. And, of course, then in this game, Nikhil Alexander-Walker rolled his ankle. He's getting an MRI today. We should have an update on that at some point. So you'll hear about that hopefully on tomorrow's show. And hopefully it's nothing big. So there there you go, right? It's going to be Eric Bledsoe in the starting lineup for the foreseeable future. And I don't see him dropping out of the rotation, even if we kind of all agree that Bledsoe should not be in there. And you know what? At this point, Stan Van Gundy's going to need to play Eric Bledsoe a whole bunch more minutes than what he's already playing him due to the injuries in the backcourt. You basically have Eric Bledsoe and Lonzo Ball as your healthy guards right now. Josh Hart tore uh, a ligament in his wrist. He's like, If I had to guess, and this is not like based on anything, he's probably out for like the majority of the season, if not the whole year. And I don't know if you'll see him again. They're dealing with injuries all around now, particularly with Nikhil Alexander-Walker out. You did not get Kyra Lewis Jr. in this game either. You know, you have some other options, but but really, do you? Not not a ton. And now, to top it all off, Steven Adams has a concussion. So he's going to be out likely tomorrow night, I'm guessing. And this forces a, a weird starting lineup of Lonzo Ball, Eric Bledsoe, Steven Adams, Jackson Hayes, and James Johnson. James Johnson to the damn rescue in this game. 18 points from the big man on the night. That's after 17 points the other night against the Atlanta or in his first game. You know, when I was a bit critical of the front office, David Griffin and all that, and that, that J.J. Redick trade saying, was this worth it? Well, you know what? You don't win this game without James Johnson. So very much that trade of J.J. Redick, a second-round pick, and more importantly than that right now, James Johnson, was 100% worth it. All of you who are like, it's business, you got to do what is best. You guys are all right. You're justified in all of that. The Pelicans are a half game out of the 10th spot right now, which is the closest they've basically been all season. And a lot of that has to do with James Johnson's play in, in this one. 18 points for him. Like, that's been tremendous. Seven rebounds, three assists. He had four blocks. Just kind of toughness and quality veteran play. Hopefully what Isaiah Thomas brings to the team. That's good. You know, if you lose this, you're game and a half out of the 10th spot, not where you want to be. And at that point with all these injuries and who knows what's going to happen with Brandon Ingram or Zion Williamson when we're going to see them again. You know, James Johnson basically won you this game, helped close it out a, a good bit. Now, the story probably was Lonzo Ball, 27 points on the night. He was 8 of 15, not from the field, but from three. That's really good. He's a shooter. His three-point shot has been good. And it's going to make his free agency really interesting. And the Pelicans didn't trade him, probably meaning they want to try and bring him back. And like every game he has like this, the price just rises. You pay shooters. You pay shooters. And Josh Hart was tweeting, he's a shooter. Stan Van Gundy replied to it, you're damn right. Uh, everyone kind of sees that his three-point shot has been completely redone, that he's quality from there. He lacks in other areas, right? Like, he still doesn't have the aggressiveness. He's become a pretty decent free-throw shooter, so I don't get why he doesn't drive to the to the rim to try and score and kind of create for others, like what you're going to see from Isaiah Thomas, hopefully. But he did finish with nine assists on the night. He's going to get paid. And it's in, uh, I'll save this for tomorrow. But I'm sure you saw that Drew Holiday got a contract extension with the Milwaukee Bucks. Paid him a lot. And your initial reaction is probably like, that's, that's a lot of money for Drew Holiday. It is. Probably worth it, though, especially if you're the Bucks. 
Pels are about to be in a, in the same situation. And all the logic and all of the arguments you apply for why that's a good move for Milwaukee is going to end up applying to Lonzo Ball. Unless you just don't like Lonzo Ball. And that's fine. Uh, but he, he was like, good in this one. Like, I don't know what else to say. Six turnovers. But when you don't have exactly like great teammates out there on the court with you, you know what? It's it's fine. He's a shooter. It's going to space the court for Zion Williamson. You trust him to knock down shots. He has enough of keep the offense moving in him. It's a really good, useful player. He's an above average defender, borderlining on good. I don't, I don't think he's an elite defender, but he, he gives you kind of what you need. Three and D kind of guy right now. You don't, you don't get enough of those guys in the NBA. So his free agency is going to be really, really interesting. But he's back in the starting lineup where he should be. I'm happy to see him kind of take that starting role in this one. And hopefully they get Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson back soon and they can start building up that three-man young core chemistry back together again because that's the most important thing going forward. But the injuries and all of this, man, it's weird. But big takeaways from this one were, yep, there you go. Alonzo Ball's kind of good. James Johnson ended up being a great trade for David Griffin. Great trade for David Griffin. It it won them this game, and they needed to win this game against a team that was actively trying to tank, but might have been better than them to some degree based on the amount of injuries and everything, particularly once Nikhil went down with that injury. So they get the win, lose to Atlanta, but get this one, stay half a game out of the 10th spot and have a very realistic chance of looking at the playoffs, even if the upcoming schedule is a little bit rough. So before we get to the injuries and kind of the outlook for the rest of the season, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. And then they just ran a bracket to determine the best tasting flavor, which, by the way, was the coconut brownie chunk. There was no question that it was going to be that one. Seriously, these things are just that good. You're eating a protein bar because you want it for the protein before, after a workout, meal replacement, what have you, or maybe just like kind of a small breakfast, something like that. You you use it. It's like a delivery system for all the good stuff that's in there. That's really what it is. It's it's okay. We, we, can, we can admit that. You may as well eat the good tasting one. You may as well not eat the one that tastes terrible, though, if you're going to eat these things. And that's absolutely Built Bar. They have just delicious flavors. Caramel brownie cookies and cream, lemon almond cheesecake, mint brownie, coconut brownie chunk. We can go on and on and on. And all of these bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. They're soft. They're easy to chew. They're not like dense. They're not chalky. They're not dry. They're just great for whoever's trying to be a little bit more health conscious because these bars are low in calories, low in sugar, high in protein, and high in fiber. If some that have 19 grams of protein in just 180 calories or some that have 17 grams of protein in just 130 calories. So you're not wasting all the cardio that you just did if you eat one of these things. So go to builtbar.com, use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. That is promo code LOCK15 for 15% off over at builtbar.com. You can use that promo code even if you've ordered from them before. Just get some money off the Built Bars that you already want. So go to builtbar.com, use promo code LOCKED15. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Chain stores are just a pain. I've told you recently about an awful experience I have. I work on my cars and had an awful experience just needing a part that day and having to go deal with a chain store with it, ordering it online. They didn't have it in store. They were kind of refused to refund my money. I had to get their corporate involved and all that. It was a freaking mess just to get money back for something that they didn't have. You don't want to deal with something like that. Plus, it also wasn't like really the part I wanted. I wanted a little bit of a better one, but that was the only thing they had. And what can you do? Because you're kind of beholden to them if you're shopping in there. You don't need to deal with any of that bad stuff over at rockauto.com. It's a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Literally everything you want. You need taillight, 
You need just new light bulbs for your car. You need new carpeting. You want motor oil, anything like that. They've got you covered. Whether it's a classic or your daily driver, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to you and no bad customer service. That's maybe the most important thing. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. And you can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer because best of all prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do it yourselfers. Do not spend up to twice as much for the same part which you might do in a chain store. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Trade deadlines over and we've got the conclusion to the NCAA tournament tonight. So you definitely need to get more of the analysis on the top prospects available in this year's NBA draft with the Locked On NBA Draft podcast. Scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Follow the Locked On NBA Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And look, you really got to listen to this because the Pelicans are in a weird spot, particularly with these injuries piling up. Josh Hart may be done for the year. Uncertain about when Zion Williamson or Brandon Ingram are going to make their return to the lineup. And now Nikhil's getting an MRI. These are all, uh, and Steven Adams is out too, right? These are all key contributors to your New Orleans Pelicans. And they're entering a part with a back-to-back coming up against the Atlanta Hawks and then the Brooklyn Nets that could look like two losses. So while they're only a half game out of the 10th spot, they're also really straddling the line too between being a pretty decent lottery team in terms of getting a good pick, and maybe that's the direction they should go. Because if you listen to the Locked on NBA Draft podcast, you'll learn the top of this NBA draft is absolutely stacked. This past year was kind of a down year in terms of guys that you look at and you're like, oh, they have all-star potential. There weren't a ton of those guys in the NBA, maybe starters, maybe role players, but not a ton of superstars or all-star level guys. Even as much as I like Kyra Lewis Jr., I don't know if he screams all-star necessarily to me. But this draft has those guys. And so even though the Pelicans are going to try and straddle the line and probably try and contend, hence more Eric Bledsoe, even though they shouldn't, being a half game out of the 10th spot and the chance to probably get swept in the first round by like the Utah Jazz or a team like that, they are still really close if things go poorly for them, which look, two more losses might do it, right? If you lose both of these games, it's not looking great. Then particularly with Philadelphia coming to town on Friday, makes it a little bit harder. You, If you get three losses here, basically, you're only three... You get three more wins than the seventh spot in Toronto does with the Pelicans at 22 and 27. Toronto's 19 and 30. And they've got a 32% chance at a top four pick. You land a pick in the top four in this draft, you're going to feel really, really good about the guy that you're going to get. By contrast, the Pelicans have a 9.4% chance at landing in the top four. It's a pretty significant difference right there. And while I'm not openly advocating for tanking, I want to see this team win, right? It's just been too long, too much. Fans are getting tired of losing. And as I, as I mentioned in last week's show, you today matters just as much as the future. So you can point towards the future. You can be upset about, you know, you might not be as upset as you could about some of these losses that are hurting the Pelicans being contenders or just getting into contention. Today today does matter. It does. You know, particularly when the team's going through season ticket renewals right now. You want them to pack the Smoothie King Center and you want people there, right? It happens when they win. And I'm sure they're keenly aware of that too. 
But with these injuries, they might become a tanking team almost accidentally or not on purpose. Also, maybe playing Eric Bledsoe means you're going to be tanking a little bit more because, frankly, he's not one of the better guards on the team right now. So it's something to kind of keep an eye on, particularly these injuries. You know, I I don't know what they're going to do with Brandon Ingram or Zion Williamson, but do you see him playing on both of these back-to-backs? Or are they going to try and save, maybe keep him out of the one against the Hawks, play him against the Brooklyn Nets? Do you play him against the Hawks, keep him out against the Brooklyn Nets, and give him a couple days more rest against uh, to come back healthy against, or like more rested, I should say, against the Philadelphia 76ers? Or do you just kind of keep him away from this, like, mini gauntlet of those two games the Nets and then the Philadelphia 76ers did not have Zion Williamson you know deal with Joel Embiid potentially might be kind of the move that they're thinking if they do that though they might start to become a bit of a tanky team which I don't think would be the worst thing to add one of those potentially game-changing players more so than you would in other drafts I think there's a lot of merit to kind of looking at that at the same point I do want them to win getting into the play-in would be a whole lot of fun and really kind of up the stakes and up the ante for this team and then you know kind of the way they're viewed going into next year and that could be important but keep an eye on the standings with these injuries and what the Pelicans do and it might telegraph a little bit about what they're thinking the rest of the year All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all very much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at NolaJake on Twitter. Tomorrow, we're going to look at Drew Holiday and Lonzo Ball in the contract situation. I think there's a lot of similarities there, a lot of parallels you could draw. We'll dive into that in tomorrow's show, so make sure you tune in to the Tuesday edition of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at NolaJake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all tomorrow.